everyone. This is the Parks Academy, where we discuss and celebrate all things theme parks related. We focus mainly on Disney parks and resorts in both Anaheim and Orlando. My name is Paige. My name is Steven. And today we will be doing an episode about experiences that we want to do in Disney that we are not willing to pay for. Yeah, we have had many uh, days where we've talked about things that we want to do so bad. And then we look at our, our blessed bank account and are like, there's no way Just that we can do this. not going to happen. And also, like, how did the people that do it do it? <laughs> Some of these things are, like, so expensive. Maybe so, they've won the lottery. Maybe they have a paid-off house. Or maybe they have a lot of credit card debt. Or maybe they just are like, what's debt? Let's do it. <laughs> Be smart with your money, kids. Okay, so let's go ahead and kick it off with the first thing that we would love to do that we are not willing to spend the money on. And that's going to be those VIP Disney tours. Yeah, these these suckers will put you out a pretty penny. Um, on Disney's website, you can actually look at the information about these. You have the Disney private VIP tours you can look at. And these are for up to 10 guests. Um, you get to go into the theme parks, but this does not include the price of park admission, which you are required to also pay for park admission. And so the price ranges from $425 to $850. $850 per hour, depending on the season. That's that's like highway robbery, man. And and on top of that, add in your park admission for each park that you visit on tour. That's not included in the price of the tour. Yeah, so I have one of the one of the tours on here, and um, it costs twelve grand for six guests. It's a twelve hour tour, so you're looking at like. I mean, when when you break it all down for six guests, like that's like a couple hundred bucks per hour. But still, I mean, $12,000 is a lot of money, right? That's a lot of money. And so this one, so you get this 12-hour tour that includes exclusive backstage access to the parks. You get private transportation, front of line priority um, to all the park's attractions. You get meals, beverages, and then a tour of Cinderella's castle suite. Twelve thousand dollars for a tour of the suite. Wow! For twelve grand, I'm hoping those those birds fly in the window and do my laundry. <laughs> like seriously, that's so that's so much money. I'm hoping um, some mice sell me a dress or something. Yeah, I mean it's um, that's baffling to me because I w- I would love to do a backstage tour of Disney. I would rather do like a history tour. I don't know if they provide those or not. Yeah, I'm not. But sure. like. $12,000 is a wild amount of money. It's a lot of money to throw to for one day in Disney, considering the cost of a Disney trip can range anywhere from like $3,000 for a for a couple or a small family to, you know, however much you spend. And so if you're blowing 12000 in one day on a tour, I can't imagine what the total cost of your trip is, because that also does not include lodging. Right. And you, but I mean, there are generous with three meals for the entire day, though. But that's only one day of your trip. And then the funny thing about it is on the website, it says, it says all meals included, three a day with select, in quotes, alcohol. I do not know what in quotes alcohol means. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like a watered down gin and tonics or something <laughs> terrible like that. Um, yeah, that's, that's wild to me. Um, yeah, I mean that's just like that's cr- that's crazy. But but you do get a deal 
Because if you decide to do that more than one time on your trip, they drop down your second tour to $10,000. Oh, how sweet. So that's a bargain, right? There you go. Only yeah. ten grand. Would you do that? No, I would not flip for that. No. That's too much. Same. Too much. Okay, so you, you wanted to, um, I guess you'd like to if it's on the list, Disney weddings? Okay, if we could go back in time, we have been married now for six years. If we could go back in time and do it all over again, mom and dad, would you flip for a little bit more money for us to do a Disney wedding is the question. Um, I wouldn't want to have a, Dis- a, a Disney wedding. But these weddings can be so magical. There's specials out there where you can watch people's Disney weddings. These are incredible. And if you've ever wanted to know what these look like, go onto Disney's website and go to DisneyWeddings.com to look at these. There's weddings, honeymoons, vow renewals. So if we could go back in time and maybe look at one of these situations or maybe do a vow renewal, that'd be fun. Like 10 years or 25 years or we could be one of those couples that's like, this is our 50th or 60th or... This is our 75th wedding anniversary. 75th anniversary, and we're going to do that in Disney World. Yeah, when Mickey Mouse is a cyborg. Yeah, but there's so many options. You can, if you look at the list of venues, even just in Florida, you can get married in practically any pavilion in Epcot overlooking the lake there in the middle with theming to any country that you want it to be. There's indoor weddings, outdoor weddings. But the one that I would want to do would be in Animal Kingdom in front of the Tree of Life at night. And this setup requires a minimum cost of fifteen dollars to $25,000. The venue cost itself just to get married in front of the Tree of Life is $7,500. So, like, you're talking a lot of money out for this very small wedding I'm assuming you're not inviting a ton of people to this, but Disney does it up for weddings. So I yeah. would not I would not fork out this kind of money, but in another life, or if my parents win the lottery, I'm not willing to pay for this myself. Too yeah. much money. Yeah, there there's no way that's happening. But they're so beautiful. They are so gorgeous. I had a friend I who was on my soccer team growing up, and I know that she got married in Disney. Um it was towards like the middle of COVID when weddings were like sort of starting to be able to happen again. And so I don't know if they had to push things off, but she did end up getting married in Disney and the pictures were beautiful that I saw. That's just, yeah, I mean, that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. And the, you know, call me romantic, but I wouldn't want to do that. Well, <laughs> no, I would love to ruin my vows with you. I oh, would marry you sweet. all over again any oh, day of the week. You. Um, but I, I, you know, not for twenty five thousand yeah, dollars. I'd rather plus. take the. I'd rather do that twelve thousand dollar tour with some of our close friends and family, <laughs> and then go. just peel off for a second. Be like, hey, you know, you you willing to do this all over again? You're like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, vows renewed. High five. Let's go. Let's go cut in front of everyone for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Perfect. Um. Okay. Yeah. It's it's nice though. It is. It's nice. Okay. So I this next one, I've been wanting to do since I first heard about it. And myself, like a lot of other people um, who are not influencers, quote, and who don't get to do stuff for free just because we're special, 
the Galactic Star Cruiser. Listen, I Here we go. I want, I mean, I'm going to spend like an hour complaining. I really, really, really want to get on the Halcyon. But I almost fell out of my chair when I saw that it was $1,200 per person per night. Yeah. We're looking at $5,000 <laughs> to stay at this a long for, weekend. For, let's be honest, it's two days, but probably more like a, a day and three-fourths. Right, to be to be trapped somewhere. I, I just and wow. to have to play a part. Now, you can get the cost down if you stay with four people. It's like seven forty per person per night. So if yeah, I was, but do we want to stay with another couple? Well, I was going to say if I went alone, <laughs> if I went by myself, and I only paid like fourteen hundred dollars for me to do that, I I would consider it. But even so, like that's still kind of like oof, yeah, fourteen hundred bones for that. So, um, I mean, I could go on and on and on about how I think that this is. I mean, in my opinion, I think it's really unfair because there's a lot of people that want to do it, but they just simply cannot afford to do it. Yeah. And the thing is, like, if we, I mean, everything on this list, if we wanted to, we could come up with a way to afford, well, <laughs> except for some of the things, but the things that are, like, kind of more reasonable, if we wanted to, we could make a way to afford you it. You put it on the credit card. But I said, I actually tried to put this in the comments on Disney's Instagram page, but they said that I couldn't talk that way, so I'll censor it. I'd feel like such a dumb person. If I spent $5,000 to stay in the Halcyon for two nights, like I would get off of there and be like, what did I do? Yeah. Like, what the heck? I know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is not a Galactic Star Cruiser episode, but I, it's like, I really, really, really want to do that. But I cannot even bring myself to think about spending $5,000. Well, and we've talked about it in terms of, for, to put it in perspective for me, because Steven is the Star Wars person in this relationship, so even $700 per person per night for me still seems like, why in the world would I do that with my time? Yeah. To put it in perspective, Steven was like, what if it was a Harry Potter experience in Hogwarts where it was immersive, the whole thing? And I still, I still don't think I would spend that much money to do that. Yeah. Even with how much I love Harry Potter. I would spend that much money to do that for Harry Potter because I could be a Slytherin and screw everything up for everyone. And that is my husband, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am a Gryffindor and I'm married to Slytherin. So. Yeah, I would just screw everything up and be like, I don't know. Sorry, guys. Wit, charm, and deceit, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a shame that it's so expensive. And... Um, yeah, I mean, on and on and on. I think it's a money grab. I'm really disappointed that it's so expensive because I would love to do it. Um, but I, you know, I just, gosh. I, I think the hardest thing for me about it is it's not practical for the average family. And no, not at all. even for people that can afford to do it, how many times do people really want to go and experience this? Like, is it going to be different every time? Is it the same storyline? Do you have the same missions? Is it, you know, like, is this yeah. a... Are you getting repeat customers? Because if not, how is how is average Joe going to afford to take his kids and do this? You know yeah, what I mean? When it first opened up, um, we saw I, I was I didn't really care if I got spoiled because I, I wasn't 
I, I wasn't going to go on it anytime soon, if ever. But I was watching all these YouTubers on it, and they all have, I mean, they all have their cameras out doing their thing. And they're like, this is so cool, and we're crying. And I'm like, you guys got him for free, like all of you. Um, and I'm not trying to be bitter, but I was just bummed. It just felt like a bummer to me. That's And a lot of these things for me feel kind of like a bummer. Right. But this one especially just felt like a massive, massive bummer. And we're not hating on the people that do these experiences or that get to, you know, test oh, them no. out for the rest of us. It's just these are things for us that we're not willing to fork out the money for, even regardless of how cool the experience is. Yeah, because if if I got a letter from Bob Chapek saying you're invited to, to board the Halcyon, I'd be like, yes, please. And right. I would go in a heartbeat. Right. And I would also vlog and be like, hey, guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This is my <laughs> this is my channel, and I'm I'm on the house again with, with um all the good Star Wars people. Uh, but alas, I'm not willing to fork out five grand for the two of us to do that. Right. And I'm not willing to share a room with three other people. There you go. Okay. I would love to, but I I'm not willing to fork out the money for it, and I'll explain why in a moment. I would love to do some high quality dining in Disney especially at Victoria and Albert's. So for those of you who are not as familiar, Victoria and Albert's is $2.50 a person, plus an additional $150 for wine pairings. Uh, it's a three-hour multi-course service, um, and it looks phenomenal. I've heard great things about it, and I'm going to put on... Um, I'm a little bit bashful about this because I'm going to put on a small little snob hat for a quick second, so bear with me. Um, I grew up around a lot of like Michelin star, amazing restaurants and, um, some of them I've, I've been fortunate enough to like experience. I'm not just cause I don't want to also fork out the money. <laughs> uh, but I would love to go to Victoria and Albert's. I think it's amazing, but for what it is and the fact that the, I don't even think they even have one Michelin star, the prices that they're charging for this kind of thing is pretty exorbitant. And um, as much as I'd like to try it out and as cool and as fancy as it sounds, again, I think I'd feel bad after I ate there because I don't know if it's going to be the best meal I've ever had. And I would rather eat at certain amazing restaurants in like New York City or um, where I grew up in Napa or, you know, Vegas or something like that, where you have these incredible outstanding restaurants. So I think that something like Victoria Albert, Victoria and Alberts for me would probably end up being a small pass. What do you think? Well, um, Stephen has his snob hat and I have my I don't care for fancy experiences hat. Um, not that I don't like going to a nice dinner, not that I don't like dressing up and going somewhere nice, but. I always say to Steven, I would so much rather go to like a pub or get some bar food than to go somewhere fancy. And Victoria and Albert's has a dress code where like you'd have to wear a suit jacket and I would have to wear like a dress or a blouse and slacks. I would rather. That's not it, huh? I would rather go eat some pulled pork mac and cheese at the Eight Spoon Cafe than spend all of this money and dress up and have caviar mm. and quail and wild boar and Japanese beef. Like, these are things I would not ever eat because, to me, fancy food is much less appealing 
yeah, than, I, than cheap bar food. I, I would so much rather... I would rather eat at a place that has a great experience from the food perspective where I, I like, I would rather have a small amount of food that was immaculate than a huge plate of food that was subpar. Um, we've talked about this, but. Um, and I would rather go get unlimited rolls and honey butter and massively. Are you talking heart attack? Are you talking Texas Roadhouse right now? <laughs> I sure am. Dog. Okay. So mine and Paige's very first date. Um, I thought that, um... He thought all girls liked fancy restaurants. Yeah, I thought that all girls liked white tablecloths, wine and dine, the whole thing. So I took her to this place. I got duck confit. Um, I got a nice glass of Cabernet to go with it. I, of course, I asked the waiter what pairs nicely. And she's like, hmm, sliders, please. On uh, the appetizer from menu. From the appetizer menu. <laughs> and, um... That was my meal. I actually felt bad because I thought, oh, no, she doesn't like this or me at all. Uh, but now we have a kid together and we're making a, um, a show together and we have a 30 year mortgage together. So I think it all turned out fine. I think it all worked out just fine. But he um, learned that I was a cheap date real the, quick. The point of it is I, I would not, as much as I would love to try Victoria and Albert's because of how much people kind of rant about it, or, oh, excuse me, rave about it. I don't want to, sp- and maybe this is just me being a total totally stuck up i don't want to spend that much money at a disney restaurant because i just i'm not convinced in my heart that's going to be that good for where you are and also i do not want to be a florida sweaty mess enjoying a multi-course dinner yeah i'm i i don't think you could ever get me to do this but you probably could not get me to go to any michelin star restaurants with you either because Mm -hmm. it'd be a waste of money for you to take me i would want you to take like your dad or someone yeah. that would enjoy doing this experience with like the you. halcyon right um like take someone who would appreciate it yeah the final thing i'm going to say about it um because again i'm i'm sure it's incredible and i would like to do it i'm just not willing to fork out the money i would feel like so, i would have to take off my magic band when i'm there because i would feel like such an idiot wearing a magic band <laughs> in a suit jacket being like mm, yes how's your wagyu and i'll take your caviar tonight please and thank you does it come with a pearl spoon i'm sure it does compliments to the chef also you know which wine pairing is best with this i'll take the you know and here's my whatever. plastic mickey bracelet yeah and here's my and, and i'll be paying for it on my bright orange magic band please and thank you um jonathan from orlando florida <laughs> Because Perfect. I know you're wearing a cast member name tag. Perfect. Pass. Okay. Club 33. Club this is 33. The next one. Okay. Now, this sounds so cool. But $50,000 cool? No way. And so if you're not familiar with Club 33, Club 33 is an exclusive membership through Disney. There's um, Club 33 locations in Disneyland, um, Tokyo Disneyland, Shanghai Disneyland, um, a lounge in each of the four theme parks in Walt Disney World, and then a lounge in Disney's California Adventure. So you get access to a membership-only lounge in any of these places. But the cost to be in this club is $33,000 up front just to join. And then there is an annual fee of 
$50,000. So that's where Stephen got the $50,000 from. I don't know how many people have this membership or what this looks like, but holy Toledo, do we not ever see ourselves being a part of this club or getting to enter this club unless one of our friends has access and is like, hey guys, why don't you join us? Yeah, one of these days, I'm convinced that I'm going to wake up one morning and have a letter, formal letter in the mail saying that an aunt I never knew about died and I have $5 million, Um, in which case I'll join. But until then, not wishing any death on any, you know, estranged aunts, but uh, yeah, I I can't. There's no way I could justify that. Do you know what we could do in Disney with $50,000? A whole lot we a could do. A whole lot. Some could, of these other things on the list. Probably to, all the other things on the list. I could go to Victoria and Albert's, take one bite of their Wagyu beef and spat it on the floor and say, oh, <laughs> tough, tough, tough. And still come out ahead by like 49 grand. <laughs> so. Yeah, heavens to Betsy. Yeah, I, it seems, I remember being a kid. I've always, I've always sort of been interested in, in, in being a part of things that I, I, that aren't for me. And this is almost certainly not for me. Um, I remember as a kid being in, in Pirates of the of the Caribbean, um, like in line for it in Disneyland and seeing the Club 33 entrance kind of right above it, up some stairs. Um, I mean, it is, it's crazy. It looks cool, but for that price, I just, man, you gotta, I don't know. I certainly don't make that kind of money to be able to justify that. Now, if we get our Patreon going. We can reveal for you guys, and you can know all about it. That's going to be the Parks Academy of Patreon. But uh, I still don't even see that happen anytime soon or ever. If you had the chance to do it, would you? Like, if it was, like, an opportunity, would you do it? Or I mean, if someone was like, be my guest to Club 33, I'd be like, sure, absolutely. But if someone was like, here, you don't have to join the wait list. We're just letting you do it. If you just put down this money, I'd be like, mm, nope, because evidently the wait list is like years long. And sometimes they even close down the wait list because there's so many people on it. So even if we wanted to, even if we had just, you know, $50,000 laying around, we probably wouldn't even even get to join because it's so exclusive. Yeah, I'm loving this. I'm looking at their menu online and you can get a Kimex pour over, which is on their menu for $10 for one Kimex pour over. You do that like every morning. I do Kimex pour overs every single morning. (laughs) So. (laughs) Like 99% of your mornings, you have that. Yeah, I think that at one point, you and I were at Disneyland together. I don't remember if it was the first time we went or the last time, but we were talking to a cast member about, because there was people having dinner up on the balcony at Club 33. Oh yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, they rented it out for the afternoon. It's like $15,000 for the evening for dinner. Um, that's still, I mean, that's just no, no. I mean, if you have the means, like go for it. But I mean, more power to you. There's a lot of famous people that have memberships, I believe. So I'm not famous. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's one of those things that it's like, even if we did have the money, just, I don't know. That seems like a lot just to have this like elusive experience that no one really gets to do. Except yeah. for a small handful of folks that get selected. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, we're going to talk a little bit about resorts. This is kind of a subject within a subject within a subject because we have a couple different things we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. But we are um, we are not deluxe resorts people. The fanciest so far we've gotten is the Grand Estino Tower in um, Coronado Springs. Beautiful. Which I, pff, amazing. Beautiful. But it wasn't as expensive as I thought it was going to be, and I think I got it for a deal. Well, we got a really good deal on we it did. last year. And then this time we're staying, um, where are we staying next time? The Caribbean Beach. Yeah, we booked the Caribbean Beach for our October uh, trip. Um, so we're not, you know, we're not staying in suites. We're not staying at the Polynesian um, we're not staying in Animal Kingdom Lodge, but we would. I mean, there are so many resorts we would love to stay in, but again, for the price, we're not willing to fork it out. Especially when you can just pop on over and hang out in the lobbies and sort of steal valor in the resorts like you're there. Right. Um, so what about you know? What do you? I know. I know you have some thoughts on this. Well, yes. So, dream goals. If I could ever stay at any resort, I've said this before. It would be. Animal Kingdom Lodge, and this is a deluxe resort, so it's just not even close to in our price range. Um, Now, there are deals all the time that Disney runs. Like, I know that they're running a deal right now um, where select dates in the summer, if you have Disney Plus, um, you can get, like, up to 20% off or something. So be on the lookout for those deals. I don't know which hotels that is. If you have a travel agent, contact them or check Disney's website and kind of mess with things to see what it looks like. But um, yeah, to stay in Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge for like a week, if you get the Savannah view, which I would not stay in Animal Kingdom Lodge and want a parking lot view, if I'm forking out the money to stay in this deluxe resort, I want the view of the animals. It would be like $700 a night. And so that's putting you at like five grand just for your hotel for the week. That's just like way too much money. I I'm not willing to pay five grand just in hotels. I'm trying to keep our whole trip for under five grand. And so that doesn't include park admission. That doesn't include food. That doesn't include souvenirs. That does not include anything but just staying the night in the hotel. And that is just way too much for me to yeah, even contemplate. We've, we've talked about it a handful of times. And um, one of the things we've discussed is that we would be willing to stay in like an art of animation pop century thing and then for our final night stay in a nice room yes like Like, upgrade for the last night do one night Mm -hmm. but um yeah it's expensive i i similarly like i would love to stay in the polynesian and of course i'm going to do that i don't want to see the parking lot i would i would like to see the castle or something (laughs) or even like overlook the contemporary or anything else And that's also like starting at like, you know, I think it's like 600 bucks a night for a mm-hmm. not a good view. And then I did a little bit of research looking out months ahead and you can't even find anything available months ahead. That's how in demand it is. Um, but another one that we would both love to stay in and um, we're hoping that maybe someday we can is uh, the Grand Californian Hotel in, in Disneyland, the one that's directly connected to DCA. Folks. This one starts at $800 a night, and you can get a suite, granted it holds up to nine adults, for $6,000 a night. Like, I don't I don't know where Disney gets off with these prices. It's like going on a cruise, but, but like, that is for one so, night. But that is so expensive. Yeah, it is. 
even if, I mean, even if you're looking at taking that $6,000 and dividing it by nine adults, that's, mm, that's, mm, that's still $666 a night. <laughs> that's just bad. Bad well, six, omen. Well, six, six, six a night. Mm, 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 mm. That's a bad omen. You better be staying on like villains night or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's still like a lot of money. And so if you're going as a couple, you're still forking out like 1200 bones a night just to stay there. Um, so would I love to stay there? Like, absolutely. Am I willing to spend that kind of money on it? No. No. Unless I got a super deal on this mm-hmm. or unless we stayed with other people and cut the cost of this, I am not willing to spend the kind of money to stay in the Polynesian or the Animal Kingdom Lodge or the Grand Californian for those kinds of prices. Yeah, I mean, especially when you have so many, um, especially when you have so many hotel rooms that are affordable. But even if I look at like the uh, Disneyland Hotel, it's still like 600 bucks a night for a standard view. Um, well, at Disneyland, you're looking at supply and demand. So because there's so few hotels on the Disneyland Resort property, they can get away with having higher prices. Whereas in Walt Disney World, when you start with the, you know, all-star sports, all-star movies, and then you do Art of Animation and Pop Century, then you get to the moderate resort and then the deluxe. You know, you have so many options that you can kind of go by your price range, which is why we usually stay in um, the resorts that are more affordable that we can find deals because there's so many different options we can pick from. Are you ready for this? The Disneyland Hotel, if you want to stay in the Adventureland suite, two bedrooms, holds <laughs> up to five adults. It is um, two king beds, one day bed, right? It's kind of not that much space. For two nights, it's $11,000. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to sound like a cheapskate and then I'm just like hounding on prices, but that's a lot of scratch, man. That is a whole lot of money. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, like, I... I I feel like in some ways I kind of have champagne taste. Like I really want to do things that are really nice that in I only. In some ways. Well, well I don't know. Um, <laughs> like your, I really put your fancy hat back on. <laughs> Zip. I really want to do nice things that I want to own nice things. Um, like I, 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 I want things that are of good quality. But I, I don't know. Like I, for me personally. I had a gr- so I had a really really good time when we stayed in um, Coronado Springs. I had an equally good time when we stayed at um, uh, Pop Century. It was so fun. And for me, it's like those two trips are kind of just sort of one and the same to me as far as the quality of the trip went. Right, the it quality has, of the overall trip yeah, was the same. Like I liked Coronado Springs better. Um, you know, I liked that we stayed in the Grand Estino Tower. And that we didn't have to walk through a Rubik's Cube to get down to the to the terrible little cafeteria. But it was still a Disney trip and there was still right. bus transportation. Right. So, I mean, if you can do it, like if you can swing these things, by all means, swing these things. But um, I'm just not willing to fork out the money for it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. All right. Hit me with some honorable mentions. Things so- that like maybe these aren't like huge, hugely expensive things. Like, this isn't going to be your $50,000 thing, but maybe it's something, like, you want to do or want to buy, right. but it's just not worth your 
your money. Well, no, these are things. These, for me, are not honorable mentions. Oh. These are mm. things that are a little bit more expensive, but I actually will probably do them. Oh, so then can I have a free pass on the ones that I wrote down? And just buy them? No. I'm going to? No. Oh. So. We'll see. So one of these is the Wild Africa Trek. And if you're not familiar with this, this is um, another tour. It's like a VIP tour. Um, and it is like backstage, basically, of the safari experience with Animal Kingdom. Um, and so it's a three-hour journey. You go through like a ropes course. Um, you get to see the animals. You have a personal guide there. There's different photo opportunities. There's food. Um, and so this experience is actually, um, where was the price here? I think it was $199. Yeah, $199 per person, which is a lot of money. Like, that is a big expense if you've got a family, um, especially on top of your Disney trip. But for me, that feels like something I would actually save up for and do, especially if our kids were a little bit older, if they were like teenagers. I feel like this would be something that would be totally worth it for me to do, even though it's $200 per person and it's a three-hour experience. But it just seems so worth it. Um, the next thing that I would do, and I actually have done before, is another run Disney event. And these can be really expensive. So. The I was just looking at the Walt Disney World Marathon prices for January, the one that's coming up. The registration has not opened yet, but for the half marathon, which is what I did in the past, that one's like $213. If you want to do the Dopey Challenge, which is running all of the runs, that's $660. Now, that is a lot of money to run a 5K, a 10K, a half, a full. But that's, that's the one I run every time. Yeah, you're such a runner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to convince Stephen to do a run Disney event with me. He does not like to participate or partake in cardio activities. I'll partake in those good bananas at the finish line, though. Yeah, and I'll talk about my run Disney experience on another episode. But to me, that is so worth it, is paying for those run Disney experiences. And then... I would love to do one of the sunrise yoga events like they've done for the princess half marathon or the marathon. So I think that would be really cool. And then the last one, which Stephen and I have actually talked about, and we're going to have to just save up and do this one day with our kids, is stay at Alani in Hawaii. Yes. Um, This one, it, I mean, it really, the pricing is pretty similar to what we were talking about not forking out for the Polynesian or the Animal Kingdom Lodge or something. But like an ocean view averages at about $774 a night. A partial ocean view is like $659 a night. Now, the difference being you're not leaving this hotel to go to a theme park. Yeah, exactly. The resort is, is the, the vacation. Experience. Yep. Right. So... Yep. Going to the pool, eating at the hotel, it's all right there. Like, it's staying in the hotel, looking out at the ocean, being in Hawaii. Just yeah. that feels like 
more realistic than paying so much money to be in a park all day and only sleep in a hotel room. Yeah. Whereas with Alani, that's the whole thing. Yeah, we're, we're like going to the do, hotel is the, the vacation. We're definitely going to do this one year. We were actually going to do it for our five year anniversary. But then COVID was like, what's up, guys? It's me, COVID. So we didn't do that. Um, that's right. But uh, yeah, we're, we're, we are like 100 percent going to do this someday. Um, and we're probably going to take our kids, even though like it seems like kind of a couple thing to do. Um, but yeah, like, I think it seems very family friendly. Yeah. And, and I I've never what's funny is that you grew up on the East Coast. I grew up in California. And so you've been to Hawaii and I haven't. Yep. Which is I mean, I guess it's not that funny, but it's a really long flight. I'll tell yeah, you that. It's, it's really I don't know. Why I said it's funny. It's not. Um, well, it was just like twice as far for me to go yeah. from here than it would so be for you. So this will be my first time in in uh, in Hawaii, and I'm I'm fairly confident that Disney's going to do it in a way where I'll be happy. And I'm also fairly confident that it's not going to be obnoxiously Disney, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to be like, oh, I didn't even go to Hawaii; I just went to a Disney resort. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We will do it, even though it's expensive. But again, going to Hawaii is expensive. Right. So for me, it's like, it, yeah, it's it's the same thing. It's it doesn't really. Yeah, it's it's like going to a a resort in Mexico or an yeah. all-inclusive place or mm-hmm. you know going down to Florida or something. Yeah. If you were going to the beach, you would pay for a nice hotel. But here's what we're going to do. You go to the beach and you need to go swimming. Because I don't really want to do that flight from the East Coast to the West Coast and then drive fly, drive drive down to Hawaii. But <laughs> um fly down to Hawaii. What we're going to do is we're going to fly into LAX, spend like a day or two in Disneyland and then go down. Probably not, but that'd be we, fun. We've just added a decent amount of money onto that trip. Okay, so here's my thing, and I'm I'm fairly confident we're gonna do this on our in our October trip. Um, I have always really wanted to do a dining package with the show, and um, the Rose and Crown in Epcot, they have a dining package for Harmonious, and it's um, listen, it's definitely a little bit more expensive. It's eighty nine dollars per person. Uh, $39 for kids three to seven, I think three to nine, excuse me. Um, but, uh, here's the thing. It's inclusive of taxing and, um, gratuity and you get an appetizer, an entree, a dessert platter, unlimited beverages, including I think alcoholic beverages. And you know, the Rosen crown has good ales. So I would love to do this. And I think I might try to make it happen for our next trip. Um, it's a little bit of a luxury, but I think it'd be a lot of fun. And I've always wanted to do this. Yeah, I agree. I Some of these, you know, you pay a little bit of a surcharge to really make sure that the experience is what you're expecting. And when you have certain expectations for things and being able to see certain shows, I think it is really worth it. But it's one of those things for us that we'll have to see how this trip goes because our daughter will be so little um, that we'll have to see, you know, how late are we willing to stay out to see Harmonious? But yeah. it is something that we will we will prioritize in one of our next few trips. Yeah. Um, just you know, depending on on what we can work out. You heard it here first. Change of plans live on the show. <laughs> um, okay, these ones are kind of silly. I'm going to talk about a more like one that's like more realistic, and then one that's shooting for the stars. Okay, so I'm going to wrap these up quickly. I would love to own more legacy lightsabers. I have the reforged Luke Skywalker lightsaber. They're about 150 a piece. Yes, you do. Give or take. I would love to have all of them. Like I really, I actually walked in to our room today and was like, 
if I had more money, like right now, I would go get Ray's legacy lightsaber. He said those exact words to me this morning. <laughs> like, yeah, um, I want I want Darth Vader's. I want Kylo Ren, Ben Solo's, like Luke's. I want all. I want them all. I want Han Solo's lightsaber. He doesn't have one. I I was just being don't, funny because he's my that. favorite character. So that that could add up, and eventually I could get those a little bit at a time here and there. But I would love to do that. And then the final thing is, um, I want that $25,000 life-size custom Astro Mech Unit R2-D2. Perfect. But I'm never going to pay $25,000 We'll put it right it. here in our basement. But from like Sideshow Collectibles, I can get a $7,000 R2-D2 that's life-size. He just doesn't move around. So those are not going to happen, but I would like to have those. There you go. So if we had all the money in the world. Mm-hmm. There you go. Just like that movie with Christopher little... Plummer. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> well, that was fun. That was fun, yeah. So anyway, listen, like, th this was all just, all of these things are just in good fun. Like, if you have the means to do these things, like, by all means, have a blast, live your life, and do it up. These are just things that, like, we just are not personally willing to spend the money on. So um, that's just kind of our take. So thank you so much for listening. We're going to wrap it all up here. Um, as always, you can find us at theparksacademypod.com. We have blog posts, content, stuff like that. Uh, you can follow us at the Parks Academy on Instagram. We're also on Facebook. And if you feel so inclined, you can support the show on Patreon. Join the community. Get access to early content, bonus feeds, things like that. Uh, tell your friends. If you could, please and thank you. Give us a little rating or something like that on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Uh, it really helps out, helps us become more discoverable, and is very much appreciated. Um, thank you again, like I said, to everyone who listens, supports the show, pays attention. We really appreciate it. And with that, we will catch you next time. <laughs>